Ladies and gentlemen, this is Killing the Business Worldwide. I am your host, Vic Muscat. From the north side of America, we have Little Nasty. How are you doing, sir? Awesome. And from the south-ish side of America, we have Mad Max. How are you doing, sir? All right, gentlemen. How are you today? My brother from another mother. About time you come and join us next. Hmm? About time you come and join us today. Brother, I've been trying, but geez, doing that physical therapy with my wife and then my granddaughter graduating kindergarten. And I mean, oh my God, just running wild. And plus, she's so damn smart. She's getting awards left and right. We had to go to her school this morning for another awards ceremony for her. Jeez. She's smart. Didn't come from your side. I was going to say, it didn't come from Max. She's too damn smart. Didn't get that from, didn't get that from her grampy. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I guess too many characters for that shit. Yeah, tell me about it. I yeah, guess you gave me most of them. Nancy. Well, and you gave it right back. Well, yeah. Well, well have you started that? We'll have her come on today at some point to talk about her awards. But anyways, our guest today, he is the Pirate King from Unlimited Wrestling, all the way from Germany. He is Captain Marcus Monier. How are you doing, sir? Oh, yeah. I'm fine. I hope you got a beautiful weekend a week, please. I mean, a Wiedersehen. I mean, having the captain Auf, on. Auf Wiedersehen, huh? It's goodbye, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My German is no good. Uh, no problem. English is not good. Too. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? No. No? Nein. 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 Nasty knows more German than I do. I know some dirty words, maybe, but that's it. Anyways. That's <laughs> funny how cultural languages, we all learn the bad words first. That's right. Exactly. Absol absolutely. The first uh, thing I, I I told to one of the uh, Polish colleagues when they were here was uh, Arschloch, Scheiße, like asshole and shit. <laughs> 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 and I yep. told them, and I told them they they have to say that in when they are going to the ring. So yeah, you're going it. to promote it. You're going to promote it. You tell him this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> how how was the show? Scheiße. <laughs> <laughs> So how did, so, you, how did you become involved in professional wrestling? Oh, um, yeah. It was in 2000 when uh, my brother came home and told me, he, my, my, my brother is bigger than me and older than me, and he told me, I'm a wrestler now. I was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? And um, he, he told me, yeah, I'm, I'm training wrestling now here. Okay, here is the wrestling uh, club here in my town or something like that and yeah there was a um, small wrestling league here um, but um, yeah it was not uh, not the big professional wrestling it was backyard wrestling and oh. uh, but it was uh, the first time I learned how to how to fall there it was a time when I take my first bump in a ring and uh, after that, two years later, I take the next step and uh, 
learn wrestling. <laughs> so, huh. um, you know, um, then in Berlin for sure. But that was my how I came to wrestling. You know, um, for sure, I was fifteen uh, in two thousand, and uh, yeah, in two thousand, when you were fifteen, you're you're watching wrestling, you're playing wrestling on the uh, Super uh, Super Nintendo like this, uh, and yeah. You love wrestling. You, you watch it on, on on the TV in the evening when your parents are thinking you're asleep. asleep. So yeah, <laughs> I loved wrestling. And when my brother came home and told me he is a wrestler now, I was like, what? I need to try this. Uh, so here we are, 23 years later. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so it goes by you, quick. When did yes. you officially debut in uh, legitimate wrestling it was in 2002 in berlin it was the first time for me uh, to be in a professional wrestling ring at a professional wrestling show that was the first time when i debuted cool and it was terrible i was uh, thrown into a, a, a rumble so there were a lot of people, and um, I got my ass kicked. So <laughs> I, I was a rookie for show, you know. And yeah, I got my ass kicked. Oh, yeah, I, I got out of the ring with a bloody nose because I'm fucking stupid to take a front bump at this time. So yeah, I was green as fuck. So yeah, but it was my first yeah. professional wrestling match. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, right, right. And now. I'm at Unlimited Wrestling. I think it's uh, a pretty good German wrestling league promotion. You know, I say to to a lot, you know, but sorry. <laughs> How did you become the captain? How did that come about? Ah, great story. <laughs> um, it, I don't know which year this was, but I was on the uh, on a festival, and I. Stuck with my gimmick at this moment. Um, it was a typical nonsense gimmick like everyone has. I was the baby face. That was everything. And um, yeah, I, I was on the search for, uh, for a new gimmick. And I was on a festival at this time. And I got pretty curly hair, you know. That's pretty curly hair. And I lost my hair tie. Is it the correct word for this? You know, yes. these yes. fucker here on the, on the back. And I lost it. And I don't got another one. And a um, friend of mine um, gave me his um, bandana. Yeah. And so I can... Put it on my head so my hair doesn't look like an exploded pillow. And I wore it the whole weekend and I I thought, okay, it's pretty cool to get my hair on this place. And I wrote it, wrote it? No, no, I wore it. Wore it. Wore it. Um, during uh, the training when we uh, just uh, train and was on, searching for a new gimmick and it was just like having fun at this moment and I um, it was I don't know what, what we trained at this moment but uh, it was about okay uh, 
talk to the people or get the people at this moment. And I, I was just like, okay, I'm standing on the top rope and I, I was just like uh, standing on the top, got this Madonna on my head and was like, are you ready, kids? <laughs> you know, this, this SpongeBob pirate stuff. <laughs> you got to try You got to try everything and, once. And, and, and the people was, yay! Geht das nicht lauter? I want it louder. <laughs> And they were also on my side on this moment. I was just like, it, it works. Why does it work? <laughs> and so everyone, everything gets to another, like um, I'm pretty often on medieval festivals. So that's a point there too, for sure. I got a lot of friends, which are um, uh, musicians in this business there and um, entertainers. And they helped me to, to, to to make it round, you know, to yes. to have a gimmick at this end and not just be a copycat of uh, uh, Jack Sparrow or something or something. Just be yourself, yeah, yeah. Be original. So, uh, yeah, and uh, in the beginning, it was just like this young pirate, not a captain or something like that. Uh, sorry, and then there a lot of stuff come come to another like. Uh, the first time I just wore, wore uh, the medieval pants and uh, typical boots, and that was everything. And then everything comes to another. And to uh, over the years, it gets rounder and gets more personality into this, I think. Yeah. But first of all, this stupid bandana was the point to get to the pirate. That's everything. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> Do you prefer to be looked at as a face or as a heel? Oh, <laughs> good question. Um, the, uh, okay, um, there was a time in, uh, in another promotion uh, where they told me, okay, we try to turn your heel. And we tried it three times. And every time I kicked the baby's face of the leak into the face or punch down other people. The crowd was still like, bad captain, bad captain. And they loved it. Uh, I was standing there with a grumpy face or something like that. Just, uh, no, 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 what am I doing? Fuck. <laughs> and it didn't work. I tried everything to be in heel. And the crowd was still like, yeah, we love you. You are, you are the captain. You are the pirate. But you are bad. <laughs> but it didn't work. Worked out well. But um, personally, I, for sure, I love to, to work as, as, a, as a baby face. The people love it. Tell us, now, yeah, what, is your, what is your style in wrestling? Is it hardcore, technical, luchador, or just bar fights? It's more like um, more like technical, but for sure, I'm a gimmick wrestler. I, I got a gimmick that works for the people, um, but it's more technical and gimmick. I would say yeah, it's straight baby face. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your finisher and why is it your finisher of choice? 
Okay, I was on the search for the uh, for for a good finisher for me. The first finisher I got was um, uh, oh God, yeah. it was a stamp on the head, <laughs> which sound pretty uh, deadly. But um, the opponent is kneeling uh, with in with his back to the corner. And he's kneeling there, he has his head down, and, and then I'm jumping with boot, boot, boots on his head. That was a rum stump. Um, but for sure, the most people didn't like it to take because they can't see me at this moment. And they got, yeah, yeah they, for sure. They can't, they can't get the timing right. The timing is important. Some people, Get it right. I I never never hurt somebody there. One guy told me, "Oh God damn it, my neck! Now ah, uh, it's not blocked anymore." Thank you. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, <laughs> you're welcome." <laughs> yeah, that'll so, that'll be a hundred. That'll be a hundred dollars. My chiropractic <laughs> bill. But um, then I um, I choose the uh and released and modified Explorer Suplex, which I call the uh, Schiffbruch in German and in English it's Chipwrecked because it, because it looks pretty devastating and dead. Well, and ha having a pirate gimmick, that, that works perfect. Call it a Shipwrecked. Yeah, I got... Uh, I try to, to name my moves after something like that. It works because the, uh, the commentators can can say it, and the crowd is ah oh, okay, he's a pirate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's but the modified explorer suplex Arca, the um, shipwreck is my my finisher because it looks devastating, it looks pretty awesome, and uh, I love it. <laughs> Other well, than other than unlimited wrestling, what other promotions are you currently working for? Currently, I'm working um, uh, at the at the uh, Odem Odem a, a promotion in Berlin. <laughs> but I um, I didn't take much bookings at the moment for for the reason which I told you before the. <laughs> Um, but before that, I worked for the BVR, Göttingen, a big wrestling action, uh, and a lot of other. So, but right now, I'm pretty. Uh, for me, it's for me, it's absolutely okay to work with uh, Unlimited Wrestling. They got a lot of shows. So, at the moment, uh, my my hometown, uh, my hometown, my my um, the word for this, uh, my primary um promotion is is unlimited wrestling there i got all my bookings at the moment what championships have you held and which one meant the most to you oh um it was the uh, the most was the uh the big wrestling action um champion the there was no other title for the was tag team champion and then was the big championship at big wrestling action that there is a pretty sad story around this um championship few um weeks before this 
fight, my uh, tech team partner died um, in case of uh, uh, cancer. It was really hard for me, and uh, but I I took the show for uh, I, I did the show for him, and uh, the promotion told me, uh, okay, you are, you are in the main event for the uh, for the championship title in a um, triple threat, and uh, seconds before the the match, they they told me, okay, you are over, and I was like, oh fuck, that's that's really big. For me at this moment, and um, I held this ticket, uh, this, ticket, this uh, championship for I don't know, oh, over two years. So it was pretty long time, and um, I think it was my my personal biggest title in this because there's a, the story with my technical partner who, which died. The uh, he. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, happens a lot in this business. You get close yeah. to somebody, and then they, yeah, yeah, it was a brother, definitely. And um, we we had a lot of tag team matches in this uh, uh, at big wrestling action and other promotions. And uh, yeah, it was yeah. And then they told me, all right, get in the match, do it for him. All right, I did it, and I I had this ticket, uh, ticket for him, this championship for a really long time. So yeah, that's definitely my my favorite title run. Um, then I got other titles like the European Champion um, at uh, Deutsche Wrestling Alliance, which is a German wrestling alliance, and uh, tag team titles in. Oh, damn it. Um, NW, nee, NGW, New, Genera New, New Generation Wrestling, I think, and a um, hardcore title, really long time ago, in, <laughs> in the uh, wrestling sports generation. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, sometimes it's. If you had to pick one town to say that's your favorite town to wrestle in, what would it be? Oh, I didn't understand the this question because my connection was a little bit. So oh, could you? Sorry, if if you could just say, you know, if you only could pick one town or one city that's your favorite place to wrestle in, what would it be? <laughs> in, for sure, it would be Thale. The, the place uh, of, of unlimited wrestling. This, the crowd is unbelievable crazy there. And uh, the, when, you, when you get out of the, of, the, uh, of the hall, you're seeing mountains there. It's, um, it's called uh, Hearts. <laughs> it's, um, an, it's, it's an awesome view. Ah, God damn it. Wait a second. Good question. We were uh, we we got a show in Österreich, Austria, 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 and that was in a, in a cir circus tent. And when you get out of this, you are directly in the mountains. <laughs> wow. It was like what the fuck? That was an awesome view. But Thale, the crowd is crazy. The crowd is awesome always uh, a full house and uh, it's 
I think, a place to be. Have you ever received uh, for the crowd like a holy shit chant or that this is awesome in any of your matches? Yeah. It was um, the first thing came to my mind was a fight against uh, Pascal Spalter at the uh, German wrestling lines uh, and we beat the shit out of each other. That sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, the there was an um, after the match, um, some of the emergency guys came to me and was just like, "No, oh, that's everything. That's that show. What what did you do there to your chest? It's all red and blue. <laughs> How did you do this?" And I was just like, "He slapped the shit out of me for sure. It's blue and red." Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So it's uh, it's not fake. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but that was a awesome fight. Uh, a typical heel against uh, the the big face. Uh, the heel against the big face. I'm stupid. Sorry. The face against the big heel, and it was awesome. It was so good match. Uh, and yeah, that. The, the crowd was just like, holy shit, holy shit. And that that was awesome. And for sure, the um, the hardcore or the purge match, the last match I got, um, we got a lot of stuff there. <laughs> I can't tell anything else. Breaking tables and, and um, a baseball bat with barbed wire and a lot of crazy and stupid yeah. stuff so, yeah. uh, and the people love it for sure they love something like that they, any yeah. serious serious injuries in my time in wrestling I'd got uh, two yeah, what's, what's a serious injury uh, but um, two times I went to the uh, to the hospital to to get a checkup <laughs> but I uh, I got a broken nose in one match because uh, somebody hit me with a chair but with the uh, steel directly on my nose so he did Ow. this and it busted open funny story about that um, the uh, the bathrooms we ha um, the bathrooms were um, the same bathrooms uh, for the for the crowd and mm. we have to go to the um, entrance of the hall to get to the bathrooms. And it was the first match. And I remember that the ref was taking me and I was just like, okay, okay, I need to see something because the whole blood was in my eyes. And he take me and get me to the, uh, to the bathrooms. And we get there and there was a father with his uh with his daughter and he was asking some of the stuff okay and uh, but the uh it's not too brutal or something like that and then we just <laughs> get uh, <laughs> passed by bloody like hell and uh yeah that was my first injury broken nose busted open and uh, the second was uh but, um, but this is fake how can you do that i it's all uh, blood uh, tablets. That's chicken, chicken blood, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> and um, second thing was uh, a steel cage. A uh, cage? No, no, no. Uh, yes. Case. Steel case. Um, the the money in the bank. You know, and we worked with it in in the match. The the heel get this and put it uh, in the corner uh, between the third and second rope. Try to rip me in this. No, I counter this. He get in it. Ah, uh, and I'm running through. Uh, through him and try to tackle him in the corner and he did a pass by and i was on full speed i get to the corner and i try to um to push this metal case um out of this so i tried to protect me but it was so stuck in there it didn't move it was immovable and so i get in it with everything of my face at the end, with uh, I don't know, no, ah, it isn't visible anymore in case uh, in reason of the tattoo. <laughs> but um, here I got a scar, and I was everything was open here. It looks like I uh, like like dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty brutal. Um, but I never after a show I was a night at the hospital or something like that. But after that, I overthink my uh, what I'm doing in the ring to protect myself at the end. So we got a limited uh, in-ring time in our lives as a rest uh, as a wrestler. So uh, keep calm. <laughs> Smarter, not harder. Right. What is the craziest thing you've ever done in a wrestling match? I've ever done. Wrestling match. Uh, craziest story or what I was doing, like a crazy move or something like that. A crazy move. Either or. Either or. Yeah, good, good point. There. Okay. Either or. The craziest move which I did. Good question. Okay, starts with the uh, with the uh, craziest stuff that happens. It was pretty pretty simple, but I, I love this story. It was um, during a rumble, and um, me. Oh, hello. <laughs> me and I. Uh, me and I for sure. Me and another wrestler. Um, he was in the in the, in the ropes and I running for him and clotheslined him and so we both get over the ropes and are out. That was the plan. It worked. We were both out. But the problem was uh, in the first row there was um, in the first uh, the crowd the first row um, there was someone who puked the whole evening. In a basket, right in front of him. Jesus. He drank. He drank Bro. too much, and that was gross as fuck. And for sure, we fell into this fucking bucket, oh, and we have yeah. to sell it that we are thrown out. And so we laid, we laid there, and was like, "What's this fucking Start smell?" Puking? No, <laughs> God, <laughs> but it was 
fucking terrible. That was the craziest story, uh, craziest thing which came right to my mind. For, for sure, there was stuff like uh, um, the 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 um. The was that lights. early in the match or near the end? It was a rumble, so uh, we get over the ropes and we are out at this moment. But we can't um, just get to our feet and. Ah, oh, everything is okay. No, it was gross as fuck. And we just laying there and was like, okay, okay, okay. sell for a second and then ah oh, crawl to the bank. <laughs> yeah, oh. we're gonna get out of here and go shower. Yeah, yeah. right. And um yeah. craziest move. I I'm still thinking of this. Um Moonsaw to the outside or something like that. Um but that's not pretty crazy when you're thinking of crazy stuff which other people do but that's not my as a fan that's pretty crazy i who the hell wants to do a moon moon song to the outside i mean that's just nuts oh I, I, I saw him next to us several times in his career that's when you just pray that your partner is going to be there yeah really <laughs> and when your partner is an asshole like this time he just didn't fall he just and then you're laying there <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, but but this that was but big 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 crazy moves. I don't do big crazy moves. I'm just like uh, one of my my trademark moves is a springboard clothesline. So maybe this is a crazy move. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, well, simple works good some most of the time. Yeah, we don't do uh, we. I don't have to wait a second. Fuck, I knew one crazy thing. Uh, I did. It was in the um, it was in the uh, circus tent, tent in uh, Austria, and I got a fight against uh, Crowchester at this moment, and um, he's an unbelievable high flyer. He's pretty awesome. Have you got this chance to to see a match of him? Do it. He's unbelievable. He is really crazy, and. Um, we did an, it was, I have to say it, it was way before the uh, last WrestleMania. And we did the uh, springboard corner to corner. Yeah. Uh, clothesline. And it was like, what? And, and everyone was like, what the fuck? Holy shit. So that, that was pretty crazy to jump this far and get directly hit on the right time in the middle and to get down. It was pretty awesome at this moment. But it, It's a you, very cool move. And that's what drove, I mean, this is what drove me nuts about American wrestling. They did it for the Royal Rumble. And everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, that was so awesome. No one's ever done that. And I'm like, don't you watch international wrestling? Yeah. Independent I mean, wrestling. <laughs> watch, it, it, watch the it, crazy it, stuff there. It's, a, it's an awesome move, but... It's been done before, guys. It's, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Come here. No, no. What's, what's your favorite stipulation to wrestle in a match? Oh, I love um, a simple one-on-one -on -one and for sure tag team matches. Let's, so, let's see. And I'll, when there is a pretty, when there is a huge big heel, then I'm happy. Then it's Unbelievable simple to work this match. But 
I'm not not a fan of uh, special matches like uh, okay here you, you got a ladder and climb up there. It's too high for me for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. um, or you have to put him. Uh, oh, okay, uh, definitely want to do a tables match. I've never done a tables match. I've done a pretty nice only chairs match, which stupid spots in it. But <laughs> um, but my favorites, my favorite matches are the simple uh, one on one against a big heel or the typical tech team matches. I'm not a special match guy. Is there anything in professional wrestling you would change if you had the power to? Yeah. It's um, in Germany, um, when I started with wrestling, there was almost everywhere beef against each other. Promotion, this promotion was against this promotion. They got beef against each other. They uh, shit talked about the other promotion. It's terrible. And it's. It happens in America too. And yeah. it's still there. And I think. One thing I would, when I got the power, we are not talking about money. We are talking about almighty power. And uh, it was to um, to reduce the ego of of some wrestlers. <laughs> so they, they calm down and see that it's important to entertain the people and uh, everybody is happy. And not about to uh, make other promotions or other wrestlers uh, look bad or something like that or talk shit about them it's not necessary if you are good if you have a good promotion then the people will see that you are better and you don't need to to do shit talk about another so that would be uh, something I would do if I got the power to do this yeah I had to explain to my wife the other day that not all wrestlers like each other but they're professionals. So that's how they go out and have great matches. But not everyone is necessary. They don't have big get family gatherings. The entire locker room all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I guess people that really don't like each other, but you know, for the business, they'll still go out and compete. And she's like, well, that makes no sense. As I'm like, it's like, work. It's like a regular job. Yeah, it's like a regular job. It's like you don't like everyone at your job, but you still work yeah. with them. Yep, absolutely. Some things you have to do. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone who's just breaking into the business today that you yourself did not know when you started? Uh, okay, that would be um, nobody... Hmm, wait a second, I have to think about that. Um, Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, um, it would be um, something like, okay, um, nobody has the um, stone of wisdom. Is that the correct word for that? Yeah. You know, this, this stone of wisdom or something like that, like in Harry Potter or something, you know. Um, <laughs> because um, everyone, everybody will teach you their way how they 
how, how their wrestling works for them. But in my time, when I, when I, no, not when I, when I uh, took uh, trainings with other professionals, you get a lot of ways how to do a, a, a fucking body slam or to do a, a forearm. I can tell you three ways to do this. And everyone who told me how to do a forearm told me that's the only way to do a forearm. No, it has to look good. It has to be, uh, has, has to be an impact there. And it don't hurt your partner. And the crowd has to think, yeah, okay, you, you hurt him, you know? But um, try to, to search for the way which works for you. And not for for the one who think who who knows everything about wrestling. And stay away from people who did ego bookings. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be my advice. How are the fans in most of the events you, you wrestle as? Because you hear stories that have some fans, like for example, the guy with the puke bucket, will cross the line and think they're tough and might take a swing at you or might say something nasty to you on social media. How are they usually to you? I got one guy at a show who was, it was a promotion where I was an over as a baby face. I was over like shit in this moment. And there was this one guy who shit talked the whole show about me i got two matches at this evening one where i uh, had a championship match for the tag team titles uh, to defend the tag team titles we won this and then there was a big rumble at the end and uh in this rumble he was so unbelievable stupid with his talk he okay for me it's okay if, if somebody chant you're shit or something like that. But when he he throws um, some um, something into like uh, you're gay or something like that, then god damn it, shut the fuck up. And that was the moment when I went out to the to, to the second rope, stand before him to, uh, told him, okay, right, all right. The whole show you're trash talking about me. Oh show you're talking shit. Say it to my face again. And then there always was a ref who told me, okay, hey, it's not necessary, Marcus. Get to back to the ring. Please go back into the ring. I was pissed as hell. At the end, a few weeks, weeks later, this fan wrote me uh, at, I, I don't know, at Facebook or something like that? A direct message. Right. A direct message, yeah. Um, and told me, eh, it was unbelievable how you uh, interact directly with, with me as a fan. I was like, hey, it was annoying. It was, <laughs> it was a big piece of shit for everyone, for me, for the rest of the crowd, for the wrestlers. Shut the fuck up. That was, uh, that was one guy in 23 years. So I... There, there are not much people who um, wrote shit about me or tell me like I'm shit or something. 
So now I'm uh, now I'm standing over this, and when somebody would say something like that, hey, okay, he paid to say me uh, to saw me, so fuck off. <laughs> uh, some, of those, some of those guys do get a little go overboard on it, though the fans do. No. <clears throat> It's like, Bex, what's the cool thing to do these days? Harass wrestlers 6 a.m. in the airport when they're traveling. Get their autograph, not personalized, just their autograph to sell online. Most people do. Yeah, or have them autograph a doll or a picture or something, and then they, then you see it on eBay like two minutes later. <laughs> it is, it's, it's not just like one picture. It's like, can you sign these eight things for me? And it's just like, you guys, those are the fans that's ruining it for, for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, in, they're, in, they're making money off of you. No. Right. Yeah. I think of, and, once you signature, and once you signature it, then it becomes authentic. It's, it's personal. Yeah. yeah if I, get, so, uh, I ain't going to lie. If I, get a, if I get a chance to have a wrestler sign one of their, uh, you know, autograph one of their, uh, action figures that I have still in the container, I'm taking a picture of them doing that so I can put, you know, have that in my, you know, on my shelf and then right beside it, the picture of him signing it so I have proof it was him signing it because, you know. But, the, but, but then that's your personal going, memorabilia. It's, it, you don't yeah. run to e, you don't run directly to eBay and try to harm it off. I mean, that's like right now, I've got one of the first Andre the Giant action figures. And that was nice. back when I, when I first got it. I think after he died, it was like $600. And now it's like probably double that. But, you know, I mean. You, you wouldn't sell it. Why? That's my Andre, you know. Yeah. People, you know, I've had people ask me, that my friends seen me and they're like, dude, you want to sell that? No. Those are mine. You want an Andre? You go get it yourself. Buy it yourself like I did. Yeah, go find your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I have a bunch of signed things. I wouldn't sell any of them. Now of them's personal. I could. It's not all of it's personal. Well, why? But it's just like why? then you'd have no collection. You'd you don't That's you, why you lose that it. memorable moment that you had with that person. Oh, screw That's that. Why screw I that. The, re the, reason is, the reason is it's work. I mean, I gotta go ship it, I gotta go to the post office, mail it to the person. Screw that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Screw that. Yeah, let's take your personal time out of my personal day. Yeah, it's right. like why? You know, it's like if you don't like it, if you buy your own ticket, you go to the meet and greet, you get your own autograph. Exactly. That's like with the, I'll, I'll go and I'll buy the DVD after I've already seen the pay-per-view and my wife's like, why did you buy it? I said, because he got deleted scenes on it that they didn't show on the pay-per-view. So I'll put it up and she goes, why do you buy these toys? I said, they are not toys. They are action figures. <laughs> Big different. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, why do you buy them and just set them up? You know, you know, tackle to the wall and all like, 
you got you got you know Ray Phoenix, you got uh Senior uh Zero, you you because it's know, our I'm personal soap opera. Right. I'm ordering uh uh Sammy Kazara and I'm getting as soon as he comes out, I'm getting Daniel Garcia, you know, I'm all these Latinos guys and what do you I think you're a Latino or something? No, I'm Jewish. I buy them and I'll go and I'll put them and I'll tack them on the wall. My wife's like, why do you even buy them? You're going to do that. I said, that is, to me, that is valuable. Just, you know, just let them sit there. There's time where I got to go out and dust them off and put them back. My wife's like, no, you don't waste your money. I, that is not wasting my money. That's an investment. Yeah. You, you put too much. Like when my wife asked me, why do I get, you know, Fight Network to watch wrestling? Why do I have the uh, Independent Wrestling Network? Why do I have this? It's like, I say, it's better than doing crack. <laughs> yep. I just keep on saying, it's better than doing drugs. That's it's, it. It's a man's soap opera. <laughs> I know the same thing with my wife. She's why? Why do you love wrestling? I said, because wrestling doesn't bitch at me. Period. And you watch and you watch other wrestling to learn. Exactly. I mean, hell, I've been in the business 32 years. And I know you've been in nasty longer than me, but I still watch it so I can still see what I learned. And see what these new this I, generation Z has got. And I going. pick it up and I pick it apart. It's like, oh my God, they screwed up there. Oh my God, they screwed that up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the question I have for Marcus is if professional wrestling never existed, what would you be doing for a living? Sailing and rubbing other people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, <clears throat> I think uh, I would uh, have searched for something which got the same entertaining, entertaining factor. Acting or I, something. Act, acting or um, yeah, there, there are a lot of. Um, I got a lot of people who um, who who did uh, walking acts, uh, walking acts, or something like that. Um, I think it. I'm, I mean, I, I did a. a, a be a stuntman. No, I, no, I don't think I would be a stuntman, but um, I did a, some commercials uh, and uh, music videos and something like that. But I think it would be going into the same direction to entertain people still because when I can when there is no when there is no wrestling there should be something else where I can entertain people Vic what would you do if you didn't have this podcast and wrestling doing drugs he already told oh, us he'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be, be a crackhead on the street corner Instead of like just instead of having a, like you know a casual cocktail at night or a couple of drinks during the wrestling events, just be drinking even more. 
my kids would drive me that crazy. I got a two and a four year old and I'm 45. It's like, Nasty, what would you do? I'd probably be a crackhead on the corner. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the it was, love. It showed the love we have, the passion. The but, an inter- but an entertaining crackhead in the corner. Yes. <laughs> so- <laughs> doing, doing flips on the corner so I could make money for my next. God so I could get more crack. I'd be doing tricks on the corner. I would pay for it. I was there for an answer. I would Me, I would be a, I would be a stuntman in pornos. All right, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Yeah. <laughs> professional wrestling never existed. I would be the one that created professional wrestling. That's a great hey. answer. Yeah. So, Marcus, what are some of your short and long-term goals in the business? Oh, hey, long-term. Well, we got to be short. I do want to be short. Next. You got to be. You got two midgets here, and you're talking short jokes. Yeah, it's and not you nice. You don't know why. Nice. <laughs> so, um, my long term, um, my one of my long term um goals is to have a show right uh, at the next city here. It's um and make one of the biggest shows uh, which the people saw here so uh, but it has to be in 2025 because i want to celebrate my uh, my 25 years in the in the business so um that's of course it's two years damn it and <laughs> yeah you're getting close bro oh damn it and Goes by quick. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, I have to. Do I have to uh, reduce the time by uh, the the three years of Corona? I don't know. (laughs) No. (laughs) And um, a short uh, short term goal is um, to. It's 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 difficult in Germany. I I was already in almost every league. So there is no big league. But I think I would like to 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 hold a, a championship at an at unlimited wrestling. Yeah. That's short term goal for me. But long term with this one show here at the next big city because where I'm living it's a, it's a small city um the next one of the next big cities here is Berlin, but in Berlin there are already two promotions, so it's okay for me. But uh, the next big city would be Potsdam, and uh, there I got some friends of mine, and I would like to to make a big show um, for my twenty five years. So I hope it work with unlimited wrestling for sure. <laughs> it's easier for me. <laughs> I gotta ask, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, um, that's uh, which one? Uh, you, I, for, for me, it was would be interesting what uh, Matt Max is drinking in his unbelievable huge cup. Yeah, he's just soda. It's Pepsi. It's Pepsi. That's it. He's boring. That's what my Mad Max drinks. Pepsi. But when me and my wife get into it, I sneak a little bit of a 
All right. That's better. So um, I got I got uh, two drinks, which is my my short, and that's um, moonshine with um. <laughs> hey, keep oh, calm. It's 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 tastes like um, Nutella. You know Nutella. Yeah. It's Nutella. It's, yeah, peanut butter. It's an it's an hazelnut um, moonshine. Hazelnut and peanut butter. Unbelievable tasty. So I love him. That's my little jar of it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is for sure a rum with cola. Don't don't interpret the oof into anything bad. That's just kind of like, I remember having moonshine to burn the chest and the way I felt. That's like, oof. there, there are different moonshines. I, I remember yeah. one trip to Berlin where, where a friend of mine uh, was uh, in America and uh, bring back some, some moonshine from there. And he was like, hey, come on, we, we taste something during the, the train drive. It was unbelievable. I don't know how I, I got back home alive. It was unbelievable. <laughs> this, it was so fucking strong. I mean, this one got um, 25 ball. 25% so, volume. Yeah, it's it's okay. And the rum yeah, got... Oh, God damn it. Where is it? For sure, the good uh, old Captain Mong. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I can't find it. All you know is that it's good. That's all. It, it tastes it, it tastes good for me, so it don't have to be the uh, the 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 strong rum with the highest price. So that's okay for me. I so I just want to talk to you, uh, to you guys, and um, don't be the drunk addicted yeah. guy at the corner. So. <laughs> oh, I I've done episodes drunk before. I'll admit it. <laughs> All right, so here we are, the second one. <laughs> I've done a lot of things drunk before that I don't want you to remember. Oh, God. Most of them were not legal. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. When they say you can't do it, just get me drunk. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> you know, my birthday's around the corner, and the part times that I've drank during my birthdays. Vic's going to get drunk and run around the corner na- naked. Uh, no, but, but I've got drunk before, and this was a setup for my wife. It was, it was, uh, you know, nips, little bottles, has like two shots a piece per nip. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like Jägermeister or something. Yeah, like Jägermeister. Yeah. Jägermeister is awful, but okay. Th- something like that. Okay. The little bottle shots. They, uh, I did, she gave me a bunch of different nips so here i am playing nip after nip and of course i'm just like you know feeling good drinking but with butter white this is great she's like <sighs> i gotta pick up a, i gotta go pick up a cake you want to come with me so i'm like yeah i better come with you at this time i was like yeah they have it yeah you know i don't want to drink too <laughs> so i go in the car she drove past the exit i was like there's the exit there you She's like, you know, all the times that you've taken people to Hooters restaurants and you told them it's your birthday and embarrassed you. Well, everyone's going to meet us there. I got you drunk. So you're going to go there and they're going to sing happy birthday to you. 
<laughs> and then just, I almost fell off the stool onto the girls. I wore a Hooters top with no shirt underneath it. Just they gave me a Hooters top and I fucking wore it. It was just a complete disaster. Come on. Damn. I think you you got fun at this at the end. And it's it's a it's a beautiful story to tell. So <laughs> do I remember one of your great memories? What memories? I, I was told I, <laughs> later on that this is what happened. This is the video. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I, I don't know why the restaurant served me because the restaurant is like, you want beers? Kept on giving me beers. I was like, I'm way too drunk to be drinking. You should be cutting me off. But fuck, <laughs> I'm not driving. Who cares? Uh, the good old days. So, Marcus, what events do you have coming up that you like to promote? On the next uh, dates, are uh, wait a second, I'm, I'm too stupid to remember this, but uh -huh. um, the first. everyone got some handy with the states in it. So, uh, the next big one already sold out, but it's uh, Unlimited Wrestling Ocean Bash in the beautiful city in the north, uh, which called Bremerhaven. And the second one, uh, that's on the um, 27th May, or May the 27th. And the next one is after a temp or something like that. Yeah, I am. I don't know where this show is. I just wrote Unlimited Wrestling in it. So <laughs> and the next one is... Uh, one month later, Unlimited Wrestling. I think it's in Thale. I don't remember the show name, but sorry for it. Uh, May the 24th. And after that, there is a show in Berlin from Odeum Wrestling. That's Latin for an antique... Uh, wait a second. Theater or something like that. Suki. <laughs> okay, sorry. Hello. My my cats went crazy here. I got kids that drive me crazy, so. Uh, but that's the next shows. Um, I <laughs> maybe maybe they are they are not so much shows, but uh, I got an um, appearances. Neck problem, a shoulder problems, <laughs> um, and I. It was during the Corona time. We don't got much shows, and uh, the gyms are closed here in Germany. Uh, in during this time, and uh, during my time in uh, when I, as a wrestler, the, um, I got some problems with the neck and with the left shoulder. <laughs> and um, when the gyms were closed, um, these stuff hurts more and more because he don't didn't train the the muskets in this area so um for me it's okay to have not so much shows at the moment <laughs> so but the time will come when it gets more but unlimited wrestling is for me pretty good and yeah the next show is on 27 at this month is this month yeah this month uh, Ocean Bash already sold out, but you are able to uh, watch this show via pay per view. I hope so. Now, not I 
don't hope so. It's definitely you can watch this via pay per view. On if you are able to check this out, it's uh, over the uh, uh, website from unlimitedwrestling.de. Oh, God damn it. Where can people check you, uh, find you on social media? Oh, um, I would like to say uh, I, I personally think that uh, Facebook is almost dead for wrestlers. Um, and uh, you can find me on, on Facebook, but uh, don't accept much content there. <laughs> That's more uh, my, my, my personal stuff, which I'm posting there. And uh, the most of my stuff is on, on Instagram. And there is the same name, uh, Marcus Monea or um, Captain Marcus Monea. Uh, yeah. But just wrote me. I'm always wrote back. I hope so. Maybe I forgot it, but... <laughs> Gentlemen, you have any last final questions or thoughts for the captain here? It was very nice meeting you, sir. You're a respectable man. Definitely. Thank you. You're welcome. I got a pretty good time here. It's better than shitty time. <laughs> I hope everything goes well for you. I hope That's you reach that goal for before the twenty, your twenty, you know, on your twenty fifth year for the big show. If you do, please come back on and let us know. I will. And I all I can time. say is, God bless you. May you. your journey in the rest of this business be wonderful and great and priceless for your in your memories. Thank you. That's pretty nice. You are pretty cool people here. <laughs> so we're not all Americans ain't bad. <laughs> uh, not, never, never say that. The, the most world think we are bad. So <laughs> I thought we are the bad guys here. <laughs> No, no one's really. I like all countries. I've had people from Germany, Russia. I like everybody. If you're cool with me, I'm cool with you. That's how it goes. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, Marcus, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on. And definitely, we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. And, you're welcome. And thank you for everyone who listened. Thank you for everyone who watched on YouTube. This is Killing the Business Worldwide, and we are all out. <laughs> <laughs>